Hello, and welcome to the Digital Workspace Works podcast. I'm Ryan Purvis, your host, supported by our producer Heather Bicknell. In this series, you'll hear stories and opinions from experts in the field, stories from the front lines, the problems they face and how they solve them, the areas they're focused on from technology, people and processes, to the approaches they took that will help you to get to the scripts for the digital workspace inner workings. Hey Heather, how are you? Hey Ryan, good, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. So you went hiking? I did go hiking. We did 25 miles in the White Mountains in New Hampshire, which is part on the, uh, we did the Appalachian Trail portion. So yeah, it was really, it was really good. It's been a little bit since I've climbed an actual mountain. I try to do a big hike every year, but the uh, the area around me um, isn't known for being particularly high high elevation. So you know it was challenging, uh, especially after it rained. There's a bunch of rock there, so it was just like climbing up and down wet boulders. So it was hard, but it was fun to be out there, um, and it uh, did make me think a lot about my my Apple Watch actually. Oh, really? How so? Well, I still have a Series 3, so I've known that this is the year for me to upgrade. (laughs) It's starting to do some funky things. It's always had really low storage. I've gotten by with it, but I think I'm ready now to take the leap um, to a new watch. It's still funny to me that they sell the SE, which is, you know, I know they upgraded it this year, but it was essentially the three that I'd had for so long. Um, but it doesn't really, the main problem I have with the Apple watch, well, there's a few, but one is, is battery life. So I had it on hiking mode the first day and that was fine. Cause it got like a full good charge, you know, with a real outlet and everything. So it lasted the first day. Um, so it captured everything, which is great. It's nice to look back on like a super tough day of, you know, um, of hiking and, and see that it did that. And then day two, I charged it just on my battery pack and Mm. it lasted maybe half the day and it just died out of nowhere. And I had it on hiking mode again. So the day three, I charged it and I decided to just not leave it on any activity tracking to hopefully preserve the battery life, which did help. But then it only tracked like like the exercise and whatnot it gave me was was comical considering that I'd been hiking for like, you know. Eight, at least eight hours. So, um, but did you catch the Apple event at all? No, I did, I, I've been deliberately ignoring that stuff. Um, I'm trying not to buy new toys, so I just I just ignore. Okay, well, I'll try not to um, make them sound too enticing. But there were a couple things that really interested me from this event, um, namely the watches, but. I guess to touch on the the phone quickly, something that's interesting is they um, have added to the new phones. I think it's for maybe just a couple years, but an emergency beacon feature. Mm, yeah, so that's something that. that the. So I hike with. Um, I've already forgotten what it's called, but it's a it's a Garmin device that can uh, do GPS stuff, and it sets off an emergency signal. Yeah. Uh, for search and rescue, so it it has that like search and rescue ability which is interesting um so that's coming to the phone and then the watch they released um an apple watch 
Ultra, which is this like chunky, like almost think a, like an iPod, like thick kind of block. Like it looks very big. <laughs> it looks like half an iPhone basically on your wrist, but it's supposed to be super rugged, can survive extreme temperatures, can be used as a diving watch up to like, I think it was a hundred meters. And they have this ad for it that shows like a hiker, a diver, and uh, I think a runner. But anyway, it's it's expensive. <laughs> it's like more than double the, uh, the regular Series 8 watch, but it has some cool features around like you can add, I, I'm mostly thinking about it for hiking, but you can add like points. Um, you can do like track back with it. So if you're like hiking away and you kind of lose your way, you can follow it as a map. It, it like drops a pin where you were. Plus the uh, the activity side of it, it has longer battery life and whatnot. But it looks cool, but it, it also does not look like a practical like everyday watch. So I probably won't be getting it because of the high price tag and the fact that I only take a big hiking trip like once a year. So it doesn't really make sense for my lifestyle, but it still uh, looked really cool. So I was enticed, but I'll probably get a regular Series 8. Yeah, so so it's interesting you bring that up. There was a, there's a book series that I really enjoy called um, Orphan X. Mm. And he talks about a device called a Roam Free, um, which is equivalent to what you're talking about in the sense of a, it's a it's a globally working satellite phone, uh, but almost to the level of a of a corporate not corporate device, a consumer device. Um, and I've been fascinated by getting one of those. And, and like you, I don't really, we don't hike a lot. And, you know, I've got two Apple Watches. I've got a six and a seven now. And I, I alternate those all the time. So they're always fully charged. Uh, in fact, now this one, I've just got home from gym. So I'll just switch them around uh, to the six because, um, you know, it's it just charges them up and they stay fully charged. Um, and and I've found, I have had those problems where we've gone out, and specifically it's the GPS that kills it, where we've gone out for like an eight-hour day and, you know, walked around a castle or something like that. And the, the, the watch has been at like 70% when we start the day. And after about five hours, it's like almost dead. Um, because I always, whenever we go to those places, I turn on the GP, I turn on the tracking to see how, how much we walk around. I mean, we were at a, a, a little zoo the other day. Uh, in fact, the day we were supposed to, I think I missed our call. And, um, I mean, the, 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 the zoo is really small. Like, you know, it's not a big zoo by any means, but I, we walked 10 kilometers, um, which is about five, oh, six miles, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, killed the battery completely. Um, but I, the reason why I do it is because I want the record of the walk at the place because it goes into my journal and it's there. Then you know, next year I'll see it, that we were there. And, and, I mean, the photos will be there, but I also want to know what we – where we spend time at the park. I mean, it's stupid things, but but it's interesting to me. Now, the interesting thing which you, which you were talking about there, and I was thinking about it. In fact, I was just checking my my phone now to see if I still had the three words app. Is if you could tie that to your three words location, mm-hmm. and if you were if there was an issue, and that 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 pulse whatever it is gives the three word location to where you are, uh, as opposed to necessarily the GPS coordinate. Um, you know, would, would that be maybe more accurate than the GPS? Because the GPS would be, if you had low battery, you may not be able to get to the satellites. Um, 
but you might know where you were by the three words location uh, in theory um, or, or your last your last ping on that uh, but it's an interesting um, space and I think uh, now I would have to go look, look up this little block because I'm not curious you have to at least see it because it does look apparently so it's titanium I think and they everyone who's been reviewing it says it feels lighter than it looks but it still is just like it looks huge even compared to the newer like everything looks huge to me with the series three but it's very chunky <laughs> so what is it what, do we, what would you call it? apple watch dps no uh, apple watch ultra is what they've named it all right i have to look at it sort of their answer to but it's still the, the funny well the thing is it still doesn't really compete with the Garmin watches. So my my boyfriend was hiking with his Garmin watch, which of course had no battery problems. It already has the GPS thing and it's several years old. So he's already thinking of upgrading to a different Garmin watch, but I'm sort of in this conundrum now. Do I go to Garmin? Do I stick with Apple? Um, you know what? If you're in the ecosystem, then I, would, I wouldn't even look at another watch, to be honest with you. Um, not, not, if, not unless you're an endurance athlete. Like I've got a friend who is, I mean, he does these, mm-hmm. you know, four day, five day. Um, I mean, his birthday present, I think I don't ever told you this. His birthday present from his wife was the entry into an event where he got to run a hundred kilometers a day. And he <laughs> was stoked. And, and he sent us all pictures and he sent us pictures at the end of the day where his feet were smoking for running. Literally smoking. You could see the, you could see the steam coming off sounds super fun so so this i mean you know he he has the you know I'd, I'd actually ask him what his opinion would be he might look at this kind of stuff but he's actually not in the apple ecosystem um but beyond that i i haven't i mean i've looked at all the android watches you know as they come out all the you know i had a um i had a fitbit but i had a polar i've, I've looked at the garments and you know as an all-rounder the apple watch still just does everything well um, whereas the other ones do some things well, but there's always something they don't do very well. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the, that's always been my problem with them, uh, with going, going with something else. And I mean, I, we get a, with our health plan, we get a free, not a free watch. We get a big discount to go with another brand cheap. It makes mm. it much cheaper than an Apple watch. Um, and I still go with an Apple watch. Um, but because I'm in the ecosystem. And I've been playing with shortcuts this week a lot. And that's made such a difference because now there's things on my watch that I'm doing that are shortcuts. That just makes it so powerful that I don't even have to take my phone in my pocket anymore. And and that's huge. And I think if you're looking at it from, from a day-to-day point of view, and you're, you know, you'd be a power user, so you would probably start doing these things, you're going to struggle with those other watches. They don't do and, – and, and this is, you know – not you being infatuated with your watch. It's just like, well, I want to start a workout. Use this shortcut because the shortcut will turn my phone to do not disturb and it'll start tracking, you know, my walk or my, my gym session or whatever it is. Or it's tied into, mm-hmm. I, I was toying today with my Fitbod shortcuts to get the workout to start automatically. So I don't have to go into the app to start the workout. That doesn't work, unfortunately. But if they can cut out two steps, I mean, it saves me three seconds at a time. I mean, it's nothing. But it's huge if you're doing it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I go to the gym every day, so you know every day I'm opening the phone, going to the app, pressing start on the workout. I don't even I don't even change the workout, so I don't care what's actually in the workout. Um, so I just need to press start as fast as possible. 
and that's where I think these things are are hugely powerful. Um, yeah, Apple definitely has more like phone tech, and I think holistic sort of health features yeah. than the other ones. I think actually where Garmin excels um, is gamification. So I think their system for gamification seems a lot stronger. There's a few things I like about it. One is they do um, weekly intensity minutes instead of like a daily ring thing. And one of my gripes with the Apple Watch is that I don't do the same amount of activity every day. So I end up setting my goals sort of artificially lower than because I don't want to, you know, feel like I'm not closing my ring. So like, you know, but if it was more of a weekly system, I think that makes more sense for sort of my like lifting four times a week, going on a walk every day, like my uh, my routine. Um, and then they have challenges where you can compete with strangers. Um, you can add things like a custom step challenge um, and different sort of like custom awards. Yeah. And the Apple ones are very like stock. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And, and I think that's the privacy issue with Apple in some respects. Mm. They don't want to create that community. And also they've got a partnership with Nike. So typically if you're going to do that kind of stuff, you go through the Nike app, which I'll be honest, when I when I got one of my watches, it was the Nike one. And we and I tried it for about three months. And it just, at that stage of my life, wasn't interesting. Um, and now I, if I do care about that kind of stuff, it's all through Strava. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything syncs there in the end anyway, because I need it to synchronize there so it goes into my diary. Um, and then there's a convoluted process to all that, how that's happening. Um, but from a, um, and I hear what you say about the gamification thing, but I actually don't think you, lowering your targets is a bad thing. Um, there's actually a science to that where if you have a lower target that you can achieve easily, mm-hmm. it tends to, tends to make you more motivated to, to go past it. Whereas if you set something unattainable, you're, if you don't get close to it, then you, you tend to give up. Um, and, and yeah, so, so my, I've reduced all my goals to not necessarily the lowest, but like my, my daily activity, and you, you and I are linked, so you'll see this, my daily activity is like 800. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my exercise thing is 25 minutes. And my standing is, I think it's 10 now. It used to be 12, you know, standing for five minutes every hour, whatever it was. And the reason why I dropped them, uh, so activity I dropped just because, you know, if, if you if you let it, if you let it carry on itself, it keeps increasing your activity by ten percent each each week, and at some point that becomes unattainable. Yeah. And I was doing that to begin with, and I wasn't enjoying anything because I kept missing it or getting close. And it, like like at eleven o'clock at night, I'm busy doing stuff. You're like shaking to... your arm. Just... Yeah. That's this is so stupid. So. So I just dropped that one. I left that at 800 and I, and I keep it, I think it's 880 or something and it stays there. Then the That's pretty exercise, high, I think, for a move goal. Yeah, but but you see, I mean, I walk my son to school. I go for a 20-minute walk. Um, I go to gym. You know, I go for another walk. I, you know, up and down the house. So to do 800 in a day is not not difficult. But but I had to drop it when I had COVID because I couldn't do anything. And that's one of the reasons why I left it low is in case I get sick, I, I still want to keep myself motivated while I'm sick. I know, I mean, I'm not talking going to gym and stuff but at least getting up and walking um and then that was the other reason why i dropped the exercise because i was finding that when i got sick and i I couldn't get out of bed to do 25 minutes was a lot um but i could still do 25 minutes um so that's that's still there and then the standing um 
I just dropped that because you know if I stand in my I'm standing my standing desk most of the day now. Um, if I put if I rest my hands on the table, it doesn't count. Yep. But, but I'm still standing. Yep. That shows me. Yeah. And then you, and, and that's, that's one of the metrics you can't cheat. So, so if you get to like 10 o'clock at night and you haven't done six of them, you can't do anything to get the six. Um, whereas if you need to get your, your, ex, your, your um, effort or your activity, you can walk around the house, you know, and start a workout and it'll all capture and, and you'll get past it easily. So that's, that, that was the, the rationale behind that. And then of course, I've still got my step, target of, of you know so twelve and a half thousand that one I don't cheat that one I always try and try and hit um but that's fairly easy to get to mm-hmm. is all the other stuff that I do um and you're just watching for that step count um yeah well this is actually a bad habit that I've got now so when I had a Fitbit well I still have a Fitbit on the one arm um that 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 uh, vibrates when you hit your target so I know when that one's hit, but the Apple Watch doesn't do that very well. And there's a, there's like a delay between your steps being like you walk around and then your steps synchronizing um, to the watch. So I, I've had the number on my screen on the on the watch, but it doesn't show. So I actually was going to work on a. I'm going to put a shortcut together for that just to create a notification for that. Because what happens now is I check my watch and I'm going, how many steps have I done? As soon as I go past twelve thousand five hundred, then I don't care. But I keep checking my watch to see how many steps I've done. Mm-hmm. which is just a way, you know, it's a waste of time. So I need to actually change that. Um, so I'm going to play with shortcuts on that tomorrow to see if I can do something with that. Um, yeah, that one sounds interesting because um, it'd be nice to get notified for steps. Um, well, and the other thing that I do, uh, I've ever talked to you about Sweatcoin. I'm sure I have. Um, I think so. But remind me, is, is that where you um, put money in and, yeah. No, no. So this is a, um, they give you a coin for every thousand steps you take. Mm. Um, and then they have like an, uh, a, a, and this is, you know, decent gamification where if you do, you go walk for 20 minutes and you, and you do 2,200 steps, they give you a bonus five coins. Um, so that's, uh, you know, I like it from an incentive point of view to get out and go do the 20 minutes. Um, the thing I don't like about it is sometimes I don't have the, the 20 minutes continuously to go and do that walk um so they have they, they almost had two versions of this the one version is that one the 2200 steps in in 20 minutes the other one was if you just walked for 20 minutes they double your steps whatever you did and i and i prefer that one because if i go for a walk with the kids or something and they're, they're not going to walk at the speed that i need them to walk but i'm still walking you know whatever i'm doing then i'll get my i'll get my i, I don't care if i get one or two or five coins i just care that I've done the 20 minutes and I've got the double. Uh, and those are two interesting different behavioral things. Because um, yeah. the, the, if I miss the, the five boost, it pisses me off. It really does. Because there's been times where I've walked it definitely. I've done the whole thing. And then it tells me that I haven't done it. And I'm like, I haven't got another 20 minutes today to go and do this walk. You know, I've got to not go back to go to a meeting or whatever it is. And that really irritates me. So the other one, is almost the easy one. It's just, well, if I go for a walk and, and I get three coins or two coins or whatever it is, yeah, it's okay. I'll take it. Yeah. Because I'm getting my double. Well, that's that's interesting. I feel like you have, see, so the watch, the Fitbit, the Aura, and then a separate gamification watch, the Strava. 
you have all you can can really get like your average I guess from do you feel like you have a more accurate picture just having all of the sensors basically yeah so so the um the main ones are the watch and and the ordering um and and everything gets logged through um through Strava well I use the Apple recording mechanisms because if I do like an Apple fitness workout and all that, it all goes through the same into, into Apple Health directly. And then that synchronizes through an app called RunGap that puts it into Strava. And then from Strava, it goes into my, my day one journal. So I can see every day since I've been doing this, how many, you know, what did I do that day? How many walks did I do? How many, you know, what, did I do weight sessions, hit whatever it was? Um, so that's really why it, why I track everything. Mm-hmm. And then also what I'm using, if this, then that to do is to put a entry into my Google calendar. And then I can actually see what time of the day I went for those walks. And that's just, you know, interesting. Like I was looking for something yesterday and I was going, Oh geez, no, that day I walked six different times. Um, and then, and then I was like, Oh, I know that I was in South Africa. And I, what I was doing, I was walking around the complex because I was on phone calls and I was so sick and tired of staring at a screen um, that I was phoning people on my walk just saying, listen, I can't do the screen anymore, so we're doing this call while I walk. And, um, you know, it's for that stuff as well, because if, if things, if you start feeling unhealthy or whatever, you want to see why you're feeling unhealthy. And and that's the, the other thing to this is if I know when I haven't worked out because I feel terrible the whole day. Um, and so the reason why I track my food. You know, if, I have a, if I'm not feeling great the next day, I look at what I ate, ate the night before, and I can see that I, you know, ate something I shouldn't have been eating, specifically ice cream. To be ice cream, the biggest problem. It's, the, it's hard to get away from from ice cream. It's good stuff. <laughs> well, it was my daughter's birthday last week, so we took her to the the local restaurant, and they have a massive, like a, it's like a, you know, sort of two hands bowl with brownies, ice cream, chocolate sauce, very American. Sort of that does, it sounds extremely American. A, a big yeah. streamer. Um, so we and I, and I normally don't touch dessert at dinner, and uh, we had to, we had some, and I, geez, and I suffered the next day because I don't special, eat that stuff. Special occasion, yeah. Well, you see, I don't eat that stuff anymore, so my body doesn't know how to process it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I know you need to go. Alrighty. Well, good good cool. talking. Talk to you uh, in a few days. Cool. Thanks, Heather. Cheers, Abe. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Heather Bicknell is our producer and editor. Thank you, Heather, for your hard work on this episode. Please subscribe to the series and rate us on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Follow us on Twitter at the DWW Podcast. The show notes and transcripts will be available on the website, www.digitalworkspace.works. Please also visit our website, www.digitalworkspace.works, and subscribe to our newsletter. And lastly, if you found this episode useful, please share with your friends or colleagues.